Backstage Hall Pass, where we're going to offer you an insider's view to music and more. Today's episode, we're going to bring you behind the scenes as to look at a group of greatly talented musical artists from Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, we're going to mix a bit of talk about their musical career, along with a personal look into songwriting, artist influences, future plans, and their musical memories. I'm Scott Hall, your host. And we're about to introduce you to a group that you all need to get to know, guys. And I'm going to take a little clip off their website real quick to just describe this group to you. Uh, They are described as a warm musical breeze that blows through the California hills and canyons across a mystical high desert and into the heart of America. High South is coming to you guys, and they've captured uh, really... The voice and the spirit that gave us such high-soaring bands like the Birds, Crosby, Stills, Nash, the Eagles, and so on. Such great, great, great careers. And these guys are doing it out there. So without any further intro, uh, talking to us today from their tour stop in beautiful Key West, Florida, we welcome the group High South. How you doing, fellas? How you doing? Great. All right. Thanks for having us. Hey, it is great to have you on the program today. And High South uh, made up of uh, Kevin. Say hi, Kevin. Hey there, this is Kevin. Kevin Campos and uh, Jamie Garner. Jamie? Hey, I'm Jamie. All right, and Phoenix Mendoza is out there with us as well. How's it going, everyone? All right, glad to have you guys with us. I understand you're sitting poolside in Key West, right? We're doing our best. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the sun is shining and we're in it. Yeah, for the first time in a couple of days, actually, so we're, yeah. we're enjoying it. Yeah. That cold front's been chasing us around everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you're going to be in a warm place in the United States, Key West is about going to be it right now, I think. So uh, glad you guys are uh, down there soaking up the sun a little bit. You're touring Florida. You're, you're heading around Florida here for the next month or so. We'll talk about that a little later in the program. But, uh, you know, let's yeah. let's talk about High South. You know, why and uh, when did you guys put this thing together that, to me, is just a sensation? I, I've listened to your music. You are fantastic. And uh, we look forward to having you up here in Ohio soon. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thank thanks. you very much. We appreciate that, Scott. Um, we, we're in Ohio all the time, man. Like, that's, you know, almost our second home. Like, we're in Ohio as much as we're in Tennessee, I feel <laughs> like. And uh, people in Ohio, just uh, they, they have an affinity for for live music and uh it's funny to find pockets in the united states where people are really into music live music in particular and ohio is definitely one of those places absolutely yeah a lot of live venues up here so how did you put this thing together because it's it's a different style than most people are used to hearing today from the the mainstream countryside and those kind of things you guys have a unique style how'd you put it together well um you know, it started with an with an idea that uh, there would be a uh, more than one lead singer. There would actually be, you know, four or three lead singers, and uh, that we would all sing harmony for one another and sort of bring back a style that has been missing from, you know, the format, any format, for a long time. And uh, it's decidedly an American sound that is uh, so. I think ingrained in all of our in all of our brains because you turn it on on the radio today and you're you're going to hear bands like you're still going to hear the Eagles, you're yep. still going to hear still going to hear Crosby, still yeah, Nash, still going to hear Orleans, in America, Harvest, all those bands. Yeah. And it seems like this day, this day and age, you know, you get a lot of egos involved and a lot of there's one guy and his backing band, one guy and his backing band, and uh, it's just the, the concept of three lead singers, as Jamie was just saying. Uh, some of our favorite bands, like the bands, didn't have a lead singer. They had three, and it was just the sound and the teamwork, and it's three times as impressive, I think. And uh, I can tell you, the first time I sang with these boys, uh, I knew immediately this is what I was going to do. 
for, for the duration because it triggered that that heartstring that I had as a kid growing up hearing those records. And and you you mentioned the band. That's interesting. You did that because I just did a show not too long ago. We went to a recreation of the last waltz uh, here and uh, got to hear that with about 40 local musicians that put this together every year. This was their 39th year to do this thing, I guess, putting it together and and those kind of things. So incredible, uh, incredible night of music and the songs are just timeless from that. And, and I I like the band as well, but you know, one, one song that just hit me when I was listening to your music and watching your videos was uh, the the Ventura Highway America song that you guys? If 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 I went honestly and I played those two videos from America and from you guys, uh, I got about fifteen people that listened to this with me, and uh, they all said you guys sounded great. Uh, I mean, you guys uh, rivaled America there with that song. In fact, uh, with the new technology and sound and microphones and so on, your clips a little better than theirs when it comes to vocal quality. So. Uh, you know, hats off to you guys on that, man, because uh, you you killed that one. That's a lot. That's a lot. We're big fans of that band, so it was a lot of fun to do that song. So yeah, you know they they put, they put down a pretty good road. All we had to do was follow it, and they yeah. made it pretty yeah. easy for us. Yeah, and, and those are big shoes to fill. You're you're doing some songs there of vocal groups that had vocal perfection, so that, that that's a tough yeah. uh, tough road to follow. And let's talk about your musical influences for a minute. You mentioned the Eagles. You mentioned Crosby, Stills, Nash. You know what what famous musicians do you guys really admire and want a rival to be? Oh gosh! Oh wow! That's yeah, I mean, uh, you just named a few that are definitely the uh, the, the moon that we're aiming for as far as the, 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 the archetype of the type of music we, we want to make, uh, you know, we, we dream of being compared to, you know, those guys that you just mentioned. Uh, but those are definitely records, like, like you said before, that, that influenced our sounds. So in a way, you know, Eagles would be in that list, for sure. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Eagles, Jackson Brown, yeah. um, J.D. Souther. J.D. Souther, I mean... Uh, All of the stuff that was coming out of Laurel Canyon. Poco, you know, I mean, yeah. 60s and Kevin early 70s, yeah. Crosby Stills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and somehow the band also fits into oh, that category yeah. for us, too. Although, they're, you know, a Woodstock, New York band. Yes. And right. even, you know, yeah. more maybe obscure stuff like like the Burrito Brothers and yeah. the Graham, Graham Parsons did. Because like, we, we have an affinity for Joshua Tree as well like ourselves that's kind of where we hit a, a pretty big defining stride we went out to joshua tree as a band to chase all these stories that we had heard about our in these influential bands these guys like uh, the burrito brothers and the eagles and, and crosby stills we knew that that was a spot people went to find themselves as a band so we took a trip out there and uh that's kind of where we discovered our sound we wrote uh three of the tracks on our album we, yeah. wrote, we wrote joshua tree 420 where we are uh-huh. um all out there and uh, that it, it kind of set it in motion. Absolutely. So you know, obviously that that genre, that that time in in music, and I always use it as timeless because those songs still today are yeah. popular. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, uh, right. the, the Eagles today, you know, though we're missing a member, uh, still if you go see their concert, it's just phenomenal. And those guys, uh, you know, yeah. they're they're doing it at seventy years old and stuff, and that that just amazes me that that kind of music just lives on in the hearts of everybody in America. It does, man. You and I tell you what, we hit the first note of "Take It Easy," and the crowd, no matter where we are, goes nuts because that music is it's a defining of a generation, yeah. and it's such a unique sound. Yeah, 
So you guys, you guys write your own stuff, obviously. You just mentioned that, but uh, you know, what was? Let me let me go beyond that just for a second. Let's go back to when this band got put together. Do you remember the first song you guys learned together and played on stage? Maybe. Yes, it was uh, uh, "Dance with Me" by Orleans. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had worked it up, and then we went down and uh, went to a bar in Nashville, and we said, "All right, let's just let's just get up there and do it." And Jamie was playing harmonica, yeah. and Kevin and I were playing acoustics. We got up there, sang it, had a blast, and got a great reaction. And it was, I remember that was pretty special. That was a big moment. Yeah, yeah it was. was the band. Yeah. Well, you know, I use <laughs> I. I use a term in some of my shows with uh, it, it's not a band, it's a bond. And you guys seem to have that bond. It's close knit. Uh, the harmonies are phenomenal. You guys just, uh, you seem to click together. Did it take a while to get that put together? Or, you know, was it something that just the minute you hit the stage together, were you like, this is magic? You know, it's, that's, uh, that's a really good question. I remember uh, the first gig that we played together. Uh, we were in uh, a little bitty bar in, in Alabama. Oh, and, yeah. uh, we just weren't real. We, we were trying to get our sea legs, you know, because the first time we played together and uh, our producer uh, pulled us aside <laughs> on our first break and was like, you guys need to get your stuff together. You're not having fun out there. Like, like you're like, you guys are, come on, you yeah. gotta have more than this, you know? And we were like, here? yeah, we, why aren't we just having fun? And uh, we really let loose that night and sort of uh, discovered that we, you know, ourselves really quickly. And mm-hmm. from then we never looked back, but, um, uh, yeah, that's a that was an interesting evening to finally uh, to to be on stage for the very first time together and see how we reacted. <laughs> uh, Some, something tells me uh, something out there tells me the something tells me the producer didn't use the term "get your stuff together" either. I bet it was yeah, another, another explanation. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a secret, Scott. That producer, uh, one of his first gigs was playing guitar for Glenn Fry, and uh, he played guitar for J.D. Souther. Kim Carnes and uh, produced Timothy B. Schmidt's album. He, he, he cut his teeth in Laurel Canyon, and so we kind of looked to him as, as our oracle of uh, how how we doing, how's it sounding. And for him, when he when he pulls you aside and gives you the eye, as we called it, yeah. you know, <laughs> things and better click into place pretty fast. We're talking about Josh Leo, right, guys? We are, right. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what a what a talent he's got himself, and you know. You guys have to be very uh, fortunate and thankful to have him helping push you along the way a little bit here. Absolutely, showing us a lot of ropes for sure. Yeah, well, let, let's talk about your own music. Let's talk about the high south okay. tunes that you guys have written and so on. What are your songs about? What specific themes are you trying to cover there, or uh, you know, are you trying to do with your own music? We definitely have uh, you know sort of sort of a theme, uh, and it's pretty pretty much peace, love, and harmony <laughs> as, uh, as trivial, trivial as that, I guess, could sound, you know, cause we're a harmony group, uh, that's sort of, uh, I don't know, may sound trite, but it, it's not, we, uh, we try to in- inject that message into our music, uh, whenever possible. And, uh, we're all about inclusiveness and, and love and, uh, you know, share, sharing music, uh, to us is, is a form of doing that and, and spreading the good, the good word, you know? Absolutely. Uh, we, we definitely, we, we really take pride in the fact that when people leave our shows, they're smiling and they're, they're happy. kind to each other. They're yes. happy. We, we feel that we trade it every night. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a pretty awesome feeling. And there's yeah. nothing better than walking away from a musical show with that kind of feeling. And you don't get it often, you know, I mean, there, there are groups that can do that, pull it off. 
and other groups that are up there just kind of going through the motions on stage and watching your videos, yeah, watching your live performances, you guys, uh, your interaction with each other, let alone the crowd is just, uh, kind of a good magic. Like I said, I think it's, uh, it's got some things going for it here and looks like uh, you're doing very well out there. We're working our butts yeah. off, man. <laughs> we really are. We're working very hard because it's a labor of love. We love doing this. We love the band. You know, you mentioned that we, we look like we get along so well. That's so true. The hang here is really great. We enjoy uh, each other's company and uh, singing together when we hit hit harmony together. You know, it's it's a, it's an incredible feeling and uh, to be able to let that, all that love spill off the stage and uh, infect some other people with it is mm-hmm. is like the big the big bonus. You know. Yeah, super payoff. Well, one last question before we take a short break here, and then we'll come back with you guys and talk a little bit more about your tour and, and all that. But how would you describe High South music to people? If you had to sum it up in a in a single soundbite or phrase, what would you, you call your music? Oh, this is, a, this is our question. <laughs> this is the deep question right here. We went deep on this. Yeah, yeah. 70s style harmony. Harmony rock. harmony rock. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, I mean okay. we have a lot, of, lot of different influences, right? I mean we've got a, you know, just like the Eagles, we have just a little bit of country, we yeah. have a little bit of blues, we have a a little bit of folk, and we have a, you know, all of those you know, American rock and roll, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're just an American band. We're an American band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, break out into that one for us. All right, that's good. <laughs> well, what what if I threw the really tough wrench into this and said describe it in one word? Oh wow! Ooh, groovy. Yeah, we have to make one up. Maybe. Did you say? Did you say groovy? Did I hear groovy? I did say groovy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I think yeah, dig. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Dope. 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 That's the word. Dope. Dope. Yeah. There you go. Well, guys, uh, we'll be, we're going to take a short break here. We're going to come back to you and talk about your tour. Uh, folks, uh, we have been on here listening to the backstory and backstage pass here with High South, and uh, we're enjoying our conversation with them. Like I said, we're going to come back right after these messages. We're going to let you listen to a little High South music as we go into the break here and uh, check out their music, and we're going to be playing Make It Better for you, and that's going to come to you here in just a second. So stick around with us, guys. We'll be right back after these messages with Kevin, Jamie, and Phoenix from High South. Oh, it's profit sages Want us through the ages We keep rewriting pages That we refuse to read Politics and profit Paralyze the office No matter what you call it It all comes down to greed Sold off piece by I'm Tim McGraw. One of the great things about music is how it brings people together. Kids like to hang out, listen to music, and talk about what's hot and what's not on the music scene. And playing instruments and singing provides a way for young people to get together and interact in a cooperative and respectful way. 
Kids who play in school ensembles understand that every part has to work together for the result to be the magical art called music. Your local school music programs provide a golden opportunity for your child to experience the rewards of learning music. Why not pay a visit to the music teacher to find out what's going on? Get your kids involved with school music. A PSA brought to you by the National Association for Music Education. Welcome back to Backstage Hall Pass, everybody. And on the program today, we've been talking with our friends High South about their music influences and style. Now we're going to take a little time here and take a look at how High South fans react and what they think about their fans out there. So, uh, fellas, when I've got you out here, and again, if you're just checking in with us, guys, I'm talking today Mm -hmm. to Kevin Campos, Jamie Gardner, and Phoenix Mendoza of High South. And, uh, guys, tell us a little bit about what makes a High South fan and, uh, you know, with all the musicians, venue choices out there, why do people come to see you guys? Well, you know, we talked a little earlier in the first segment about uh, the feeling people get when they come to a high mm-hmm. South show. And, uh, you know, our shows are, are uh, seem to be unique because <laughs> unbeknownst to us, I mean, we didn't really, I don't think we knew uh, that we were uh, just giving more love yeah. to people than, than what they're used to getting. But uh, it seems to be that way. And people, that's what people say to us mm-hmm. at our shows. And uh, we're seeing, uh, it's been a really great experience to watch the crowd start at one number. And uh, and when we come roll back through town, you know, four or five months later, uh, that number is doubled. And uh, they're bringing friends and uh, they they love, you know, um, the message. Yeah, yeah, the message of, you know, uh, the peace and love and and, and that, that, as we say, that harmony situation of like, the giving on stage, the inclusiveness, the, the sound, it sounds like a time sounds like a time period like that you associate with eight millimeter cameras and, and, and bell bottoms and flowers in their hair and people hugging. And it, it sounds like that. Uh-huh. And the way we, I mean, we want to definitely like harken back to a time where music was literally bringing people together. Right. You know, yes. you know, like a time like, sure, a thing yeah. like Woodstock yeah. where so many people were so, so infatuated with the feeling that they were getting of this like movement sort of that, that was happening, yeah. happening at the time that they had to be there. That's yeah. kind of what we're aiming for. Right. And we're getting that from our fans. They're saying that, that that's what they're seeing. And the best part is the fans are ranging from, I mean, we have like right. 12 year old kids all the way to 80 year old people. And it's so all it's of them the, hanging yeah. out together and right. loving it. And, and, and for the older folks, it's uh, they're reliving, uh, you know, the seventies. And for them, that's a night where they're getting to sort of go back into a time warp and, and re-experience that experience. And for the young people, they're experiencing it for the first time. Uh, and, you know, it's very festival-like. <laughs> and, like, yeah. you know, I think they, uh, you very know, much they're digging that. Yeah. yeah, they're digging it for sure. It's, it's really fun. And that's, that, of course, makes us very happy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what we want. We yeah. want to make people happy. That's why we're doing it. Well, it's like taking a trip back in time for me, and I, I you know, that music, it, as we said in the first segment, timeless, but, you know, it is, it's like jumping into a time capsule and going back, I and mean, you're talking about those days where things were, uh, you know, they were fairly simple, there was a lot of turmoil out there in the world, and people looked at music as being the, the one conduit, basically, to all that peace, love, and, uh, you know, understanding movement that was out there, so... Uh, I, that that to me just makes you guys uh, click even more. And you know, in in today's music society, uh, these folks that are my age and uh, that are out there and listen to these songs in the seventies, they're going out now and they're going to these outdoor concert venues and they're getting together for that movement again. And, and I find that to be very interesting to see how that dynamic works. You know, the the folks that have gone back on tour. 
uh, some of them, and and that's yeah, yes, exactly. you know that's amazing yeah. because some of those folks you thought would never even come out of retirement, and you know I was fortunate enough <laughs> to see Joe Cocker. <laughs> I, I saw Joe Cocker before he died, and you know the things like that, and what what great 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 musicians are out there doing this thing and bringing it back to the oh, memories. Yeah. So, so let me ask this: What's your fondest musical memories, guys? Uh, you know, from your house when you were young, when you started playing. You know what? What's a fond memory you might have had? All right, uh, Kevin. Oh, oh well, I, the first thing that came to my mind is the story that we always tell about the very first time that High South played in Key West, which was our first like run of shows as a band. Right. Yes. And we ended a week of shows, a grueling week of shows, with uh, with the one final show at this get at this spot here in in the Keys that uh, when we showed up, it did not have a PA system for us to plug into. <laughs> and there were three vocalists with three guitarists, and we were carrying a bassist and an electric guitarist with us that needed all to be amplified somehow. So through the kindness of friends here in Key West, which is why Key West holds such a place in our hearts, we were able to wrangle up one single speaker, <laughs> one single speaker to play this four-hour gig. And the three of us plugged our three acoustic guitars, our three microphones, a bass, and, and we, we sat that electric and, electric and a harmonica. And we played out of one speaker. Yes, and set that speaker behind our heads and just played the show. Yeah, and uh, we had people dancing on the tables at the end. Of that was it. Yes, <laughs> we were like, hell, we can do anything now. Yes. <laughs> a combination yeah. house PA, uh, monitor, <laughs> everything else, right? In one speaker. <laughs> That's amazing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Got, and yeah. it worked. That was when we got forged in fire. For yeah. Sure. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's that that's dedication there, fellas. So, you know, when did we put this High South thing together? When when did you really get started? Uh, so High South started uh back in at the end of two thousand and eleven. Uh, and we had at the mo at that time, Kevin and I were um members of the band with two other guys. And uh one of the guys was uh, really more of an like of a lead guitar player. And, uh, but he also sang, but, uh, and then the other guy was also an acoustic player and, and, a, and a lead singer as well. So, uh, after the first record, um, the Mark Copley, the lead guitar player decided it wasn't for him and, and he split. And, uh, and then we, we, uh, ended up getting another deal with universal and we made another record. And, uh, and then after we released that record, um, Dylan Dixon, uh, the third member, just had a you know an epiphany that he really wanted to just be a songwriter, and he didn't want to be an artist. And uh, so uh, it was down to Kevin and I, and we uh, immediately thought of the uh, Phoenix. So uh, I, you know I, I got on the on the phone with Phoenix immediately, and uh, it was like, uh, hey man, let me tell you a little bit about this deal. Not too much about this deal because <laughs> I want to. So I lured him to uh, to Dallas, Texas where we, uh, you know, we kept him there, uh, for, uh, four or five days or something like that. And, uh, wrote songs, sat on a couch and sang those songs. And, and, uh, and that was, that was the beginning of, of what we know now as, uh, as high South. And it's an interesting journey, man, because, uh, you know, the whole time we had this idea of where we wanted to go, but we hadn't quite reached that point. And, uh, we were, we were somehow looking for Phoenix and, and, uh, and also looking for our producer, Josh and, and those, the universe gave those things to us, and and here we are making the music that we wanted to be making. Yep, outstanding. Mm -hmm. and, and that music, uh, you know, 
it, it conveys an image, guys. I know it does, and uh, it, it brings an image to people. What would you say that image is in your eyes uh, out there? You've mentioned a little bit of it, I think. Yeah, I mean, Laurel Canyon in the 70s comes to mind, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'd say, uh, I'd say it's a big old peace sign with a next to yeah, a heart next yeah. to it. And, uh, you know, some, uh, some musical There's <laughs> a lot of unity going on yeah. in our shows, like people coming together, it feels like. You know, and there's an energy to it, for sure. Like, uh, you know, we're, we're sending out a vibration, and uh, and that even sounds sort of hippie-like, right? Yeah, but uh, uh, it's a, we're sending out a certain uh, thing, and, and people are responding in a, in a great way, and, and uh, that's... Yeah, you know, I don't want to intentionally, like, you know, throw an advertisement for Volkswagen on here, but I don't know if you, you've got a chance to see that new Volkswagen commercial and the Youngbloods, they're singing a, a Come Together, yeah. the, or the Get Together song, and immediately you see this couple in a Volkswagen, and they're at Woodstock, and it's raining, and then people are climbing in, and I don't know if if you've seen it or if anyone has, but there's a warm feeling that comes over you when you see that, and you hear that music associated with people sharing and, and, and holding each other. And it's like, that sound is very defining of that action. And, uh, we just want to make that sound. Yeah. And, and yeah, now that agency, the agency that put that together, uh, hit a home run with that one, because I agree with you hundred percent. It's, uh, it's taken the people that are buying those cars back to that time in their life. And that's, uh, that's, uh, yeah. kind of capturing, I think. And, you know, you're, you're talking about the Woodstock era. You're talking about, uh, the days where, outdoor concerts were so popular with people and again it's coming back and you know you see a lot of outdoor venues out there now and and the venue you're going to play our sponsor uh, jd legends here on the program uh you're going to be playing in an outdoor venue weather permitting that night if not it'll move inside but uh you know that's that's another thing i think that brings people uh together and, and you're out there under the stars and you're watching a show and uh, just kind of makes you want to just lay back and uh, close your eyes and think of better times in your life, maybe, and those kind of things. And you guys are bringing that, and I, I that's so important in today's music. And uh, what I see out of you guys just amazes me so far, and I can't wait to see your show. I mean, we're excited about it. In fact, uh, I know you're playing Cincinnati in April, and you're playing here in May, and we may have to catch that Cincinnati show, too. Oh, yeah, come on that's down, man. To the Ludlow Garage. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, fellas, what's your immediate musical career goals? I, I you know, we'll, we'll talk in a minute about where you've played and what you've done, but what about uh, now? Where do you want this thing to go? Try to take over the world. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, we just want to con- continue uh, doing what we're doing, writing the kinds of songs that we're doing with the people and making the music with the people we enjoy making the music with. Yeah. And uh, we, you know, our hope, of course, is to just bring it to bigger and bigger stages. Uh, and you know, JD Legends is, is certainly uh, one of those one of those places. Yeah, know? just grow it. You know, organically yeah. grow it. You know, there's a thing. You know, it's real easy to get caught up in this this game of of record labels and radio airplay. And we all know that times are changing and things are scary. But the one thing that you can't steal and the one thing that you can't get through a screen on a phone is is that live show, that connection. You know, and as long as that's there, if we can do that, if we can sustain a life doing that sign me up yeah i'm just right. I, that exchange can't steal it really yeah that's it well there were some huge changes made this week in social media one of them being facebook and some others about uh how they're changing their formatting to you know to get away from the and i don't want to get political the fake news side of things that people can post uh-huh. and, and do but they 
they have brought us to the point of they want conversation. They want engagement. They want people talking back and forth. And, you know, if you were to ask me, where do I see High South in a few years? Uh, you know, if this thing plays out the way I see it playing out, you guys are going to be a household name and people are going to be talking about you. And that's uh, that's important in the music business today because radio play is down. You know, uh, the, you know, it's all about the Internet. It's all about the social and yeah. and who's sharing. Right. It. You know, when some kid can get you know, 25 million views on a video. Uh, you know, you could you could never do that in the seventies selling records even, you know, and that's just what's amazing. No way. Yeah. Absolutely that one hand does feed the other for sure, you know. And and it's a powerful tool if it's done right, you know, and that's the thing. And so many people try to be that flash in the pan and you guys have been around a while. You know, you're you've played and you've played overseas and become a sensation in some places overseas that I've read. And uh, being Austria, Switzerland, Germany, Netherlands, things like that. And you guys yeah. uh, topped their charts there. You were up a high on the charts in those areas. I think you went to, what, 16 on the album chart in uh, Austria or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, our single went top 10. Our single went top 10 that year, yeah. Uh-huh. And our album, I think it was top 10, right? I think it was yeah. the top 10. Yeah. One of them, uh, our second record, didn't quite make the top 10, but you're right. I think maybe that was the one that was yeah, yeah, 15 or 16 uh-huh. something. It's funny. You would think we would remember that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it all yeah, runs together yeah. when you're in Key West, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, like I said, you know, the interesting part, forgive us, there's an airplane going over. Sorry about that. Oh, that's uh, just, that's just bringing money to Florida. That's all it's doing. <laughs> hey, you know, they could use it. They 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 could use it. They had a rough one this time, and uh, I think that that's another thing. You know, with the unity. Like, I mean, the, track number two. I'm I'm happy you played that one because that one really says it all for us. We can all make it better, and we can do that with music, and we can do that with, you know, there's a way that everyone can win here. You know, everywhere in the world. You know, so we, we it's all about them. And we just there's no quick way to do that. There's no flash in the pan way where it will stay. You just got to do a good old fashioned hard work, one fan at a time. Spread the love that way, and hope that the parallel track gives you something too. Perfect. And you guys are touring in Florida right now. You're going to be in Florida for the majority of the month, correct? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, we're just here for uh, another week. Oh, and but, but it feels we're we're putting a month's worth of worth of gigs into that <laughs> week, <laughs> almost. Uh, so we're actually between now and next Sunday, we're doing uh, we'll have done eight shows. Yes. Yeah, I see so, you're, uh, you're playing just to name a few. You got Key West, New Smyrna Beach, Melbourne, Florida. So if any of our listeners are out there, uh, that's coming up this week. Uh, looks like Friday, uh, West Melbourne, uh, Summerlin, Florida again. And then you're shooting out to Anaheim, California for that big NAM show, playing three days there, it looks yeah. like. That's, yeah. We're, that's good. That's some great exposure there to some really, really <laughs> influential people. Yeah. You know, Jamie's uh, Jamie's pretty good at the harmonica. Uh, <laughs> 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 and so, so luckily enough honer likes them a lot and because of him they like us a lot and uh because of our sound you know we got a lot of harmonica in it and uh or as we call it the mouth fiddle yeah <laughs> they told us we couldn't play in texas without one there you and, uh, <laughs> that, that could yeah, be a song you know <laughs> yeah. yeah so honer's taking us out there we're really looking forward to it yeah, yeah. good deal that that's that sounds fantastic and you know, uh, just touring like that, guys, I know it's hard. It's it's a tough – people don't realize. They think that's a cool life sometimes. But uh, being on the road, away from people, and uh, bouncing around, I guess uh, today's a little more palatable in Key West, but it could get uh, it can get monotonous, can it? Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. It can. You start, they, sometimes the cities start looking the same. All the gas stations yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> 
Or you what's really fun is when you show up at a gas station you haven't been to in a while and you remember that gas station. You're like, oh, I really like the bathroom at this gas station. This is this is good stuff. I tell you what just happened here. We we got out of the the airport. We went to the rental car place and uh, we saw a rental car that we used last night. Said, Didn't it have a low right tire? And we got in it and it still had a low right tire. <laughs> we opted out of that vehicle. <laughs> Yeah, Bob Seger didn't write Turn the Page for anything, did he? Uh, there's a little truth to that yeah. song, for sure. Well, guys, uh, you know, we want to talk about J.D. Legends before we let you go today. You're going to be at J.D. Legends May 12th, 9 p.m. start time for the show. Tickets are available at jdlegends.com or J.D. Legends on Eventbrite. Uh, you can get those tickets. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to talking to you there and seeing you there and uh, hopefully having a great crowd that night. Beautiful weather here at uh, in Franklin, Ohio at JD Legends. I can't wait to get you up here, fellas. Oh, we're excited. We're excited as well. Yes, we yeah. are. It sounds like a great place. Yeah. We're, we're stoked. <laughs> JD Legends brings a lot of music. They take care of a lot of local musicians, and that's one thing we strive for here on Backstage Hall Pass to promote new artists and local artists also and things so uh, you know you guys are out there you're making it you're on the road and doing your thing and we appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk to us i know you got a gig tonight and all that down there in key west and like i said i wish i was in key west it's nine degrees here this morning <laughs> hey man hop on a, hop on a flight we'll, we'll pick you up at the airport that, that sounds like a plan to me my friends all right guys uh, all right. anything else you want to share anybody you want to say thanks to out there uh, at all that uh, helped you out along the way you can mention now if you'd like well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, since our producer isn't with us today, we'd love to give a shout out to Josh Leo and uh, to our our amazing agent who uh, actually is uh, He's an Ohio an And uh, you know, we love him as well, Mr. Alpha Show. And uh, a shout out to our manager, Mr. Christian Christian Knoll, in uh, beautiful Innsbruck, Austria. Yeah, where they invented skiing. Where they invented skiing. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll give a I'll give a shout out to Alpa Show too. Al and I go way back uh, many years. He's the one that kind of made the connection here and so on with me, and uh, I, I appreciate that from Al very much. And you guys have been a pleasure to talk to today. And one good thing we're going to tell our listeners too is uh, the day of the event at JD Legends, we'll be doing a backstage interview with you guys as well before the show. So uh, we'll have a chance to hear back hear back with you and talk to you a little more and those kind of things. Sound good? All right, great man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I thank you so much, folks. We've been on today with Kevin, Jamie, and Phoenix from the group High South, and we want to thank them for joining us today on Backstage Hall Pass. Thank you, fellas. Thank, thank you. you guys. Very much, Scott. All right. We appreciate it very much, folks. Remember, you can check out all our programming, subscribe to all our programming on hallaroundtownradio.com. Go to our website, click on the links there. All our social media links are there. Also, all our subscription links to our podcast and so on are on our website. Check those out at hallaroundtownradio.com. Until next time, guys, uh, we are going to catch you right here on the radio. We'll see you next time with another interview with a great musical artist or group on Backstage Hall Pass. We'll see you real soon. Seven.